0: Happy Families Podcast. It's the podcast for the time poor parent who just wants answers now.
1: If your parents are still alive, regardless of what's happened in the past, I wonder if you could reach out to them this week and just check in. Tell them that you're thinking about them and maybe even say those three really important words that parents need to hear just as much as kids. Let them know that you love them.
0: And now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad.
1: There's just something about Friday mornings that feels Fantastic. I love Fridays.
0: It must be the anticipation with curbside pickup happening on Monday that you're going to be emptying the garage and mowing the lawns and blowing the leaves. I'm sure that's what it is, isn't
1: it? I won't be blowing any leaves off the roof this week. I'm glad. I'm very excited to use my new blower, though. (laughs) I am too, if it
0: keeps you off the roof.
1: And I'm so glad that I got a new blower and not a new back.
0: I am too. I'm very
1: glad. (laughs) We should introduce ourselves for those of you who are new to the podcast. I'm Justin.
0: And I'm Kylie.
1: And we're the parents of six daughters. I'm the founder of happyfamilies.com.au and have written a bunch of books about how to make your family happier. Uh, You can find out more about all that at happyfamilies.com.au. Today our favourite episode of the week every single week. We love this one.
0: It's our I'll Do Better Tomorrow episode where we get to reflect on the things that we've done through the week as parents and share the learnings that we've had from them.
1: Yeah, sometimes we really get it right. Sometimes we totally get it wrong. And even though I've written the books and even though we've got the six kids and uh, I wave that PhD around and say, look at me, I'm a doctor. Well, actually I don't, but uh, I've got the the quolls. We still really struggle, don't we? Like it's it's hard to have kids and run a happy family so it's a chance to rethink our parenting and i think that this is the important part right to to be really self aware and reflect on how our parenting's going what we always do before we share our wins or our struggles from the week is we dive into your little wins with your little ones and we give away a prize. Say that faster. Little wins with little ones. Little wins, little ones. All uh, right. stop showing up. <laughs> last week we did the tongue twisters. I've been thinking of more, but I'm not going to put you through it this week. That was fun last week, <laughs> although I did listen to you on one and a half speed. <laughs> you sounded like you really did it well on one and a half speed. Yeah,
0: I did. I did. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Uh,
1: little wins, little ones. Uh, this week our winner of the Happy Families A5 posters, the 12-pack of all the posters of some of my Justinisms, the stuff that I say to help families be happy, like happy families don't just happen and be where your feet are, is Kate Hopton. Congratulations, Kate. This is what Kate told us about her little wins with her little ones.
0: My little seven-year-old ballerina had a meltdown on Sunday regarding her ballet lessons and an upcoming exam. Using some of the strategies from the Little People Big Feelings Summit, we navigated the emotions and managed to happily go and enjoy ballet on Monday. She decided even though it's tough, it's worth doing, and that anxious thoughts pass. She doesn't want to miss doing what she loves. We're so proud of her.
1: Yeah, great story. Love hearing that. Um, Kate, by the way, uh, participated in the Little People Big Feelings Summit uh that was a few weeks back that is not available anymore it was a one-off but we may make it available later in the year so if you do have little ones and they have really big feelings we'll give you some more info about that down the track well done kate thanks for sharing every every wednesday we have little wins wednesday on facebook that's where you get to share your little wins with your little ones with us and hopefully you'll be able to score one of those a5 poster packs as well so kylie i'll do better tomorrow why don't you go first today have you done well or do you need to do better tomorrow? Are you going to celebrate a success or has there been a bit of a challenge? I can tell from the look on your face that this is going to be an interesting one.
0: Well, let's just put it out there from the very beginning that you actually left me. You were away. I'm on my own. I'm doing this all by myself. Okay. So, what just what's you know, so we're all clear.
1: One of the realities of the life that we live is that because I spend time helping other people to make their families happy, sometimes I leave you to make our family happy without me. Yeah. <laughs> so. And
0: sometimes I'm awesome and sometimes I just get it wrong.
1: Sometimes you're not quite as awesome. I'm just not. Well, I was away at uh, the start of the week. So, this must be a story from the beginning of the week.
0: So, Sunday night, we'd had to go to a meeting for the kids as an upcoming camp and I had to take everyone because you weren't around to look after them. So the little kids and me went along to the, with the big kids, but there was somebody who needed a ride home. So I dropped the kids off so that they could go to bed and then I raced this person home. So
1: you've left the big kids in charge of the little kids so that they can organise themselves for bed. I can see where this is going already.
0: Yeah, sometimes it works beautifully and sometimes someone's not happy that a big sister wants to play parent.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's something about that, isn't it? Like kids hate being parented by their siblings.
0: Yeah, you're only two years older than me. Yeah,
1: you're not the boss of me. That's
0: right. And so this is exactly what happened. It all blew out because Big Daughter was trying to do the right thing by me and help get all of the other kids into bed. And one of the other teenagers blew up. They were just like, you're not my mom. You don't get to tell me what to do. I can do what I want. And so that's where it all started. Right. So I walked in after getting a phone call to say, "How far away are you? Things are not going well." Yeah, you don't ever like to have those phone calls.
1: No, and, and they kind of when you get a phone call like that from one of the kids, you 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 walk in the door ready for action. Yes, and it's not the kind of action that's usually positive, right? You you're in there primed for a fight.
0: Yes, well, so. then the whole neighborhood could hear our house oh, that night. There I were two children who we, were very very loud. We need
1: to buy an acreage, seriously. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs>
0: Based on the phone call that I'd received, I made an assumption about what was going on. I didn't take any time or thought to kind of check in and find out what had happened. I just took the information I had. I came in, caught the emotion of the moment.
1: All guns blazing.
0: All guns blazing, laid down the law and sent everybody to bed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Did you think to yourself at that point,
0: nailed it? No, I didn't. Because what
1: parent ever does? No, I didn't. I went
0: to bed and I was just fuming that I couldn't leave the children for half an hour, for goodness sakes, without something falling apart. And damn it, I know better. And they're big enough to
1: actually get this right. Like they should not actually be treating each other like that because we're talking about 17 and 14 and 11.
0: Yeah. It breaks my heart. Mm. It breaks my heart. So I found this really awesome podcast- but I love to listen to it. It's a great way to start my day.
1: Yeah, which one is it? Is it it's our one. You listen to our podcast.
0: It, it might be. <laughs> it might be.
1: Okay, I do too. I need the reminders.
0: <laughs> and that's exactly it. I love listening to it because it reminds me of who I am and who I want to be mm. and what I need to be doing. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, I had to eat my own words come Monday morning. What it, was Monday?
1: Fight Club. Fight Club. Fight Club. Oh, if you haven't listened to our Fight Club Oh, that is so that that is poetic. That is so good. So if you haven't listened to Monday's episode on Fight Club and how to deal with sibling rivalry, you can listen you to You might Kylie. want to listen to
0: Kylie's words because it wasn't even you who was dishing out the advice. It was me. <laughs> it was so bad. And then just to make, the, you know, add salt to the wound, come Tuesday, how to deal with teenagers and their attitudes.
1: Oh, dear. Oh, that's so good. So, So you've lost it on Sunday. Uh, taken all of the wrong advice from the wrong child. I'm assuming that you got it wrong there and then you've blown up at all the kids and then Monday morning you've heard how you're supposed to deal with sibling rivalry from your own mouth.
0: From my own (laughs) mouth. That's exactly right.
1: And did you do it? Oh,
0: gosh. So, Monday came and the child who thought that she was hard done by refused to go to school. Literally, hands down, refused. Outside of me picking her up and physically putting her in the car, there was no way I was getting her to school that day.
1: You can't do that with a 14-year-old. They, they get to a point where they know that you can no longer carry them to the car. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and she knows. Yeah. So I just decided that knowing her and her personality, I just needed to give her time to digest what had happened and work it out in her head before I could even venture to mm. have a conversation.
1: Yeah, because big emotions, low intelligence, right? High emotions, low intelligence. So you got to wait till everyone's calmed down.
0: So luckily I had a day at home and I just got on with my day and you know she worked on schoolwork so she was she was doing the right thing at least there and at one point I just said to her I said you know that at some point you are going to have to talk to me about what happened last night. I said you can't have a day off school and not deal with what's going on and she said I know but I was getting these one, one or two word answers to anything that I put in, you know, in front of her. So
1: this is really important though, because as a as a take home message, yeah, you might blow it, but regardless of whose fault it is, there has to be a repair, there has to be a reconciliation, and we've got to discuss boundaries. We've got to review what happened so that we can hopefully not go through it again and again. So yeah, it's a it's a I'll do, better it's tomorrow's story where you blew it. But it's important that we get to that next step, which is obviously what you've done. So what happened?
0: It took half the day. It was after lunch where she finally came and she said, hey, mum, I'm ready to talk. And I said, awesome, let's sit down. And at that point, it became very clear that she must have had a conversation with you because she was ready to apologize. I might
1: have. Encouraged her to do that on the yes. phone.
0: so she sat down and she apologised and she told me that she recognised that what happened last night was completely out of line. That she had lost, lost her control, and that she had dealt with things in a really, really poor way. I was able to then acknowledge that I had done pretty much the same thing that she'd done, for a completely different reason. I'd come in, I justified my emotion based on what was in front of me and i'd made assumptions that were clearly wrong
1: yeah that's so important that parents are willing to do that and i i think that's great L- let me let me share something with you that i think every parent needs to hear and that is that quite often we behave in ways that are simply unacceptable and we say that we did it because our child behaved in a way that was completely unacceptable and but but if if we were to remove the child's behavior from the from the context. If we saw another parent behaving the way we behaved, we'd probably be a bit judgy about that behavior. We'd say, oh my goodness, that parent is out of control. That parent should know better. It doesn't really matter what the kids do. No parent should be acting like that. And, and the only reason that we behave the way we do, we justify our behavior based on the behavior of the child. But you know what the child's doing? They're justifying their behavior on ours. Mm-hmm. And we actually rely on one another. We we make a pact with one another that we're going to treat each other badly because it's the other person's fault. It's just so critical that we, we've got to stand above that and do better. And I love the fact that you've had this conversation. So all's well that ends well, Right.
0: Yes. <laughs> right. Until next time. Oh, no. Don't leave us. No.
1: <laughs> I don't like leaving you. I have to be honest. I, it's, the, it's the hardest part of doing what I do is, is packing up to leave. I mean, I joke about it. I'm going to go and make other people's families happy now, but it's so hard to leave. Hey, thanks for sharing that. That's a tough story. Maybe our podcast could be helpful for helping our family to be happier as well.
0: I think that I need to put Fight Club on repeat. Right. Just, just yeah.
1: All right. Well, we'll link to it in the show notes so it's easy for you to find as well. That's yes, awesome. And if someone else is dealing with sibling challenges, hopefully it will be helpful for them. That was Monday's episode. Uh, thanks for sharing. In just a sec, I'm going to share my I'll Do Better tomorrow. It's the Happy Families podcast. Imagine a home where discipline got results without anyone having to feel bad or in trouble. The Do's and Don'ts of Discipline is a webinar to help parents set limits with love, compassion and humanity. Find it now at happyfamilies.com.au slash shop.
0: It's the Happy Families podcast, the podcast for the time-poor parent who just wants answers now, and I'm super keen to hear what your I'll Do Better Tomorrow is because I've had a really tough one. So the
1: I, I, I really loved your story, and I, I'd, I'd love to just spend more time unpacking that, but I know that the deal is that we each share something. Normally, we talk about parenting when we're talking about I'll do better tomorrow, but this week, I've had a really big week with work. Um, at the at the beginning of the week, somebody said, oh, it's easy for Justin. He's a professional parent. But i got to tell you, uh, it's really hard to be a parenting expert and to – Apparently, be awesome with your kids because every now and again we have those weeks where I'm just not home. I've been down in New South Wales. I've been uh, travelling all all over Queensland this week, and have literally—I mean, I I hate to confess this—but I literally haven't had a single night in my own bed this week, which means that I haven't woken up with the kids. And I have sometimes the parenting expert doesn't actually see the kids, and it's really easy to be a parenting expert when you don't have to do the parenting. (laughs) So that, that's not actually my I'll do better tomorrow, but that's the reason that I don't have a story to tell about the kids. But something else happened this week that is all about families and it's really it's really affected me. So late last week, uh, I got a phone call right before I was about to stand on a stage in front of a couple of hundred people to give a talk about making families happy. It was my mum. And she was very, very emotional, like hysterical kind of thing. I, I, I don't like to say that my mum was hysterical, but she was – off the scale, upset. And, um, my dad had collapsed. He had a heart problem. He'd call the ambulance and then he'd call mum, And he literally said,
0: I'm dying. I-, I
1: think I'm dying. You need to get home now. So mum was calling me in the car as she raced home to f- find out if she was going to have a husband with her. Uh, He he survived. I'm so grateful that he survived. But I chose to take the opportunity while I was shooting down to Sydney for a client. I went down early and I spent some time with my parents and just got to spend uh, sort of a half a day with them to check in on them and make sure that they were doing okay. Turns out that he had um, pulmonary embolisms, which are clots in the lungs and in the legs and in the shoulders. He's got a whole lot of blood clots in his body. And he very, very nearly died. The doctors think that he had a heart attack in association with the blood clots. And somehow he pulled through two thirds of people die within two hours of this happening. And and somehow he survived. And, and I think just on reflection, the reminder of mortality Mm. and seeing our parents get older, I kind of don't look at my parents as old people. They're just my parents, and I love them, and they don't see themselves as old people either. <laughs> and, and, and realistically, they're not. They're, they're they're not that old in the scheme of things. But this thing happens. And I, I just, I, I guess my I'll do better tomorrow is, are we checking in? Are we telling our parents that we love them? I know that we're always talking about going to our kids and making sure that they feel that love. But family is everything. Family is so important. And, and my I'll do better tomorrow is really simple. If your parents are still alive regardless of what's happened in the past, I wonder if you could reach out to them this week and just check in, tell them that you were thinking about them and maybe even say those three really important words that parents need to hear just as much as kids. Let them know that you love them. It's just so important. So um, I don't know if mum and dad are listening to the podcast or not, but dad, I'm really glad you're okay. And mum, I'm glad that I got to help you to be calm before I stood on stage in front of a couple of hundred people and had to forget that my dad was maybe not going to be alive by the time I finish my talk, and I'm especially grateful that he um, that he is, because family is everything.
0: You made me get a weepy.
1: Yeah, that's my specialty, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we really hope that you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We're grateful for every single person who listens. To what we share, and we hope that it makes a difference in your family, makes your family happier, please, if you do enjoy the program, uh, jump onto Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review. Those five-star ratings and reviews help other people to find out all about the podcast and make their family happier. The take-home message, Kylie, for me it's really simple. Ring your parents, tell them that you love them. What is it for you?
0: Listen to the podcast more.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then actually put it into action.
0: Yes. Practice makes perfect. Yes. And I have a lot of years ahead of me to continue practicing.
1: And the kids will give you an opportunity every oh, yes, day. Yes, yeah. they will. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. We love it when you check out our Facebook page so that you can follow along and get loads of free info. And we especially love it when you join the Happy Families membership so that you can get daily, weekly, and monthly expert advice for improving how things work in your family. You can get all the info you need at happyfamilies.com.au i